Good morning, wonderful listeners. You've tuned into Post Session Podcast, a podcast filled with the stoke of a surf session and the wise guidance of an ocean voyager. Your water-loving hosts are ready to share this infectious state of mind while encouraging and inspiring you for for your next adventure. Hey, Post Session Podcast family, friends, and neighbors. Um, we are back. We're in a new recording studio. And it's weird because I'm staring right at you. I know. We're Is that right- how it's supposed to be, Joshua? Are we supposed to be looking at each other or at the camera? <laughs> no, at uh, each other. Yeah, at each, each other. other. Yes, each other. yes. We're oh. going <laughs> to... All right. <laughs> we're just going to say, Ashley and I have had... We've kind of had a break from each other even. Yeah. We hadn't seen each other, so y'all are going to get the full... Kind of us coming back together. There's going to be a lot of... Reconnecting. Reconnecting. We were on a little hiatus. I think a break is good sometimes. Oh, we're going to take a break. Yeah. (laughs) This year. This winter. Okay. Okay. So today's episode... No no interview today because we're just getting back in the swing of things. So we're going to do... It's called Catch Up. No, it's called um, The Five... A 10 year plan. We're going to talk about our plans. We're going to reevaluate the direction yeah. we're going. And really, we're just going to talk through our plans and make sure they're sane and valid. We want your input. Do you think our plans are good plans? And what ideas might you have for us? <laughs> for your ideas. plans. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the plans. Mm-hmm. But first, okay. do we want to do some post session notes? Well, you, we could talk about post session notes in light of. A five to ten year plan. Let's do it. You first. Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking. That way I can think of something real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. So I'm 54. So five to ten year plan. I'm going to be 64 going on 65. That's like retirement age. almost 70. And what I think right off the bat is I currently surf with a couple of 70-year-olds. And, or right around there. And... I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged to know that this is a sport that I can take to the grave. It may be the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. Uh, well, I did hear about somebody that uh, had a heart attack out in the water. So that was a little. Oh, yeah. I heard about that recently, too. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Besides that. But my goal okay. is surfing as long and as far and as wide as possible in my life. And keeping it a part of my life, even in whatever, even if it's less surfing, more hanging out on the water, on the waves, paddling around, maybe a little stand-up paddle. Well, you know what? I think you have a a healthy concept of how you're going to take surfing into your aging Elderly self, your elderly <laughs> self, yeah. Because I think um, people get hung up on doing things always the way that mm-hmm. they've been done, mm-hmm. and if you're willing to compromise the experience a little bit, compromise f- for the experience, I should say, mm-hmm. then you're going to be happier. You just kind of adapt as it as you go along. Um, but I will add that you know I, I don't know if you watched the show Live to a Hundred. Probably did. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Blue Zone show. Oh, my gosh. Love it. it. Loved it. Well, and one of the biggest things was, you know, keeping that core strong. Mm-hmm. Like the... The, the squatting gardeners. Yeah, the squatting gardeners. Walking or the, uphill. Getting up and down off the floor. Mm-hmm. And so if even a pop-up 
is all kind of that abdominal. So I don't know that I'll be able to do a pop-up. I'm hoping that I will be able to, but I think that's going to add, when I look at 70-year-olds that I surf with, I think, ooh, that's a life I want to live. I don't, you know, like I see other 70-year-olds. I've seen 60-year-olds that I think, ooh, they're in a lazy boy and Mm -hmm. they watch a lot of TV Mm -hmm. and they're very sedentary. And I think, ooh, you seem like you're 80, but you're only 60. Well, in in that show, Live to 100 or whatever Mm -hmm. it was called, nobody, they didn't highlight or profile anybody from the chair. (laughs) <laughs> behind the television you know that wasn't a theme that wasn't a live to a hundred well likewise okay. i'm involved in a sport that you can age well with remember yeah. natalia uh, Molchanova before she died had all the world records and she was in her well into her 50s mm-hmm. so that's good but 50s I had a, though wait a minute well into her 50s I'm well into my 50s. Yeah, but you're not holding world records for surfing. Oh, no, yeah. You know? Like, she's at the top oh, in her 50s. of her game. Which oh. is everybody's game. We're talking about better than everybody else in the world Ooh, in her 50s. Ashley. That's encouraging. You've got some more world records well, coming. I did get an ego boost recently because one of my friends um, talked to another of my friends, and he said something very nice about me, which I'm embarrassed to even share, but I am because Go we're ahead. talking about it. Yeah. He said uh, that if I were to start training again and take it seriously, I'd probably have some more world records in me. I don't doubt that one bit. Well, I'm not saying I'm gonna, but I am saying that it feels good to hear. Yeah. It's a sport you can eat age. I free dive, Joshua. Yeah, in case you didn't know that. And, and I'm encouraged by the running too. The running I'm doing lately. I mean, people do the long distance running and get good at it. It seems like as they get older, they can still they really, it's just here, you know, mentally mm-hmm. they enjoy doing it. So I'm all set. I like it. Yeah. I got, right. every, I got everything figured out. Well, let's talk about the injustice of the week. Cause we kind of started that conversation before we got into this. And is it a young person's injustice or is it an older person's injustice? Are we, are we talking about Barbie? Yeah. <laughs> it's not an injustice. Oh, okay. So okay. we were briefly, before we started recording, talking about the Barbie movie, because mm-hmm. I think I quoted something, or I don't know, brought up a scene. Laurel said she hadn't saw it. I've seen it. She was all put off a little bit because of some things you've heard, right? Right. What have you heard? Well, That's first of I all, I'm just going to say I'm chewing a candied pecan from my Maven coffee that was mm. really good. So I have to... Clear that. Hold on. Yeah, Maven Coffee's good. They should sponsor us. Hint, hint. Yeah, pumpkin latte. Um, so what did I, I had heard that it was anti-men. I've heard that it was not for kids, that it was for adults. Mm-hmm. And that people were, uh, uh, like, disappointed. Now, I also heard on the flip side that some women went, or I heard a girl say that she a woman say that she cried because she felt seen and heard by the Barbie movie. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take this. Did you see the Barbie movie, Joshua? What would you think? It's funny. It's funny. Okay. Right? Okay. So I watched it with my whole family. Okay. My husband, our two kids. Um, <laughs> is it a kid's movie in the same way that Shrek is a kid's movie? No. I mean, there's things for adults. There's things that are going over the kid's head the whole time. 
but the main concept is is funny the mm -hmm. whole thing it, it's funny they have good dance numbers there was one joke that was slightly inappropriate for the kids when they were gonna um beach each other off remember that and because uh, they're they're like beach guys okay Ken's, okay you know, oh okay like ken that's his job is beach he's not okay. a lifeguard he's not a surfer he's <laughs> beach so he's like i'm gonna beat you off and okay it's it was a bit much but the kids didn't get it right except ani you know wakes up the next morning he's like mom i'm gonna beat you off and i'm like ah and just to be clear i'm saying beach b-a-c-h yeah. yeah but anyway um i know that everybody got really wrapped up in the social commentary and everything like that and uh i i guess you feel like are, it's an injustice i don't i feel like i feel like Kendom and the whole problem with with Ken not being in control would be any kind of, I, I guess, any minority situation. It could be any religious or ethnic background. It could be any gender. I think it transcended just this patriarchy. Okay, uh, women and men. Yeah, I, oh, I think okay. so. Um, I thought that was just an easy and fun way to frame it because... I mean, Barbie was the queen and yeah. Ken did just sit in the bottom of the bag until Barbie <laughs> needed a husband. So it's, I mean, to me, it was kind of a natural plot line. I didn't see any problem with it at all. Um, so you would encourage me to watch it? If you want to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to rip it apart from like this social justice justice perspective i don't know then maybe don't but <laughs> it, it was really entertaining and fun and everything was pink and then barbie has this she this, has the dream house the dream bus oh she has all the things right and um it does it does they do at some point flip the script because ken tries to take over mm -hmm. barbie land sure it's got to be a enemy yeah. but barbie learns in the end too yeah, mm -hmm. everybody learned something in the end. They what did the kids walk away with? Did they laugh? Yes, they laughed. It was funny. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing was funny. So I would say... So Cape, little Cape didn't walk away defeated no. that he was a kin. No, <laughs> no. He walked away wishing he had six-pack abs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I would say don't take everything so seriously. Cool. Good injustice. Yeah. So let's dive deeper and talk about some of our goals, our five to 10 year plans. Five. I know that you have some very specific ones and I'm all over the place. So do you want to start? No, I want you to start. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> well, it's hard for us right now to talk about the next five, 10 years because I feel like we're sort of sandwiched. You know, we have these small kids and life very much does revolve around where we're going with them, what their needs are, where they are in their stage of life. Mm -hmm. Um, we also have aging parents, Ren's dad specifically, you mm -hmm. know, where we are, our plans to travel and all that are compromised by the, the state that he's in, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. we, we want to be there for, for him and his stepmom and, and do those things. So, um, we're kind of scheduling our life around those things maybe mm -hmm. some shorter trips instead of long trips which y'all are doing to like florida or we're doing some daddy. shorter trips but we would like to do some serious shorter trips like a month or two mm -hmm. you know again mm -hmm. and just and just check out but not any longer than that ren's building a guest house sort of thing in the yard preparing for whatever the future might hold mm. um so i guess that's kind of where we are uh, with 
our business, I had this conversation with Ren not too long ago. Because evolve I, freediving. Evolve freediving. <laughs> what do you do? You know, you teach so many freediving classes. Do you, you know, I, I can I can make instructors. Do I want to make instructors? Not really. Kind of like so that's not your okay. <laughs> I kind of like things the way they are. So I told Ren recently that for the next several years, like five years, yeah, I wanted to just leave all the doors and windows open. Mm-hmm. I wanted to instead of trying to force a plan or write a, a five-year plan or goals, I just mm-hmm. wanted to leave all the doors and windows open. Mm-hmm. And when something wafts in that looks good, we we jump on it and we just kind of progress that way because things are going fine. Um, so you're satisfied with where it is. So you're not trying to promote growth as much as you are enjoying where you're at, being content, and but not saying no to things that haven't already come your way. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make growth. I'm not trying to force growth. And you're not trying to force extra classes and extra work. No, but But then an opportunity did arise. Yes. And I told Rand, wow, this could be something that, that I start transitioning to. I really um, have had a few people recently talk to me about keynote speaking and Mm -hmm. this kind of thing. And I don't know. I I, I like being in front of the microphone, as you know. I don't mind being in front of the camera (laughs) and and being in front of a group. So maybe some more microphone stuff, some keynote speaking. I want to go to open mic night. No, uh, comedy? Yeah. And <gasps> I tell you what. You want to do a skit together? I might do something. I used to do that. Just to break out. Just to break out. Just to get those. Because you know what? Yeah. Improv. And I don't have a lot of... Ooh, that'd be fun, I'm Ash. channeling my inspiration. Oh, my God. You know, like two weeks from now, we're going to be at the Dead Crow comedy show. I might be going show, and... night with some girls. I've, I've... Oh, you already got a crew. Well... <laughs> I oh. got invited. <laughs> what, you got to check that? No. You got something going on? You need to answer a, the phone? It's a pause notification. Time but to anyway, pause. <laughs> I might be going tomorrow to check out my first open mic night. Just to watch. Just to watch. Just to watch. Yeah. Why, you mm. want to go? Maybe. Because I think Ren's leaving town. Ooh, so. girls night. Go. Let's see. <laughs> okay. You you do something now and okay. I'll yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah. Thanks. Because I got more stuff. Yeah, I saw it. it was a lot. Like I read through all the things that you had put in and I just wanted to go to bed. I didn't think <laughs> I had any plans, but apparently I do. Apparently you have a lot of plans. Okay, mm, so. Graham cracker. Um, I'm already working on novel number two. Number and, three. And number three. Yeah. So that's my goal. Like I would love to produce more than one novel in a year. So that'd be kind of cool. That w- you can do that. I know if I could focus though, I, I gotta say I'm this month was NaNoWriMo national novel writers month. And, and yesterday, you know, I should get up in the morning and start writing and I went surfing and then I got home and I was kind of like, you know, let me have oh, a coffee, yeah. a little Jesus time. Then I was like, I feel like a nap coming on. <laughs> And so I did not get any writing done. And then in the afternoon, I had a visitor. And then then the next thing you know, I was like, I think I'm going to look at my phone for the next hour and a half. And <laughs> oh, my gosh, it sucks. All the, I really almost need one of those lock boxes. Have you oh, seen yeah, the yeah, yeah. I for think your phone? Did some kind of app thing where it, it, it sends a blinger it. that goes, "Oh, you've been on this long, you got to get off." Oh, or well, I did set timers on them, but you can just say fifteen more minutes, fifteen I more know. minutes. Yeah, like the alarm clock. 
So I, maybe another goal for me is um, having hiring someone eventually that can do social media for me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to be on it at all because I, I don't really see an upside. Amen. You're already you're already there. I'm already you already there. said I'm not even going to do it. Yeah, I already said no. Thank you. You do it. <laughs> well, yeah. So you put it on Ren or not not that you put it on. Yeah, but, but Ren, Ren doesn't do it either. <laughs> we stopped doing it. I hate it. I do not enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm with you now that work has died for me, mm-hmm. other than a few little projects and the kids are at school for the first time, full time. Both of them. I find my school open schedule very difficult to manage yes very yes difficult. <laughs> having more time sometimes makes it harder to get stuff done well no because there's a lot of things that I want to do that you know I... yeah but on the speaking note I was gonna add to that as well now it just sounds like I'm gonna take your ideas and put them in mind but mm. one <laughs> This one lady that interviewed me works for a Cape Fear Community College, mm-hmm. and so she just freelances as a editor or writer for one of the local magazines. And Is her she, name Laura. Mm-hmm. She reached out to me. Yeah, yeah. I told her. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she's gonna have me come talk to, or she connected me with their writing person, mm-hmm. and I'll get to go talk to the student. So. I, that sounded so well, fun. Well, you better think of an answer because students are going to be like, how do you sit down and write? And you're like, well, I avoid it as long as possible. Well, and I then- get up early, which was always the thing. when you yeah. before. It's kind of like running. You don't think about it. You just get up and go. Got to. Get up and sit at the desk and then just write before you're even awake. Right? You're out there running before you really have that battle in the mind before you have the battle it becomes habitual but Mm -hmm. it takes a while to make the habit yeah so i was talking to pete veely Mm -hmm. another writer Lindsay, yeah who is also a writer writer. and uh i said you know one of my goals uh, this is pertinent to the podcast um (laughs) is to i'd like to write a book too you know i know and i've been saying it a long time now (laughs) but one of my goals is in the next five years is just to start it Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, I think I need to take Tuesdays and Thursdays and take just to start one hour each of those two days to start making it a habit. Yeah. And of course, you know how Pete is. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't want to do that. You what? don't want to do that. What does you he say? Wanna, he's like, you just, you just want to, when you're inspired, you got to write. And I'm like, well, but right now I'm not. Like if I just ran when I felt like it, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't run. run. I had that's to make right. it a habit until I enjoyed it, until I got into the groove. Right. So do you think that's a good way to start? I think it's a great way to start. Okay, and thanks. then you you get rid of the battle because if it's a set time, then you set just time. sit down and do it. And I would say, I was thinking about this because we just got a new record player mm. and we were just playing some, we had the speakers. It sounded so good. And I was like, you know what? Swanky. I'm going to play... A certain song, maybe the same one, because you know that whole flow state, like mm. have a method to sitting down. Yeah. So play the song, do a little dance, then go sit and write. And then maybe my mind will also be cooperative. Yeah, you have some kind of Pavlovian response to the song. When you hear it, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then your eyes roll back in your head, and you're like, I'm a and then boom, a book. <laughs> yeah. What did you write about? I don't know. <laughs> I blacked out. But I was under the seller, influence so of Flashdance. <laughs> That's your song? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Might want to rethink it. Uh, okay. First, when there's nothing, 
But a slow going dream. Damn this microphone. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so I want to write, I want to talk okay. about some more things. Okay. <laughs> Next five years. Okay. Kids up. approaching the teens. Puberty. Pre-teens and teen years. Keep them on the straight and narrow. That's my goal. But not with shackles. You know what I'm saying? Because that doesn't help anybody. For instance, we recently let Ani dye her hair. Uh, Easy. Like a pinkish color. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, no problem. Barbie. This is her. This is like she wants to do this whole, this mm-hmm. whole pink thing, whatever. But my mother-in-law sort of freaked out about it. She's like, oh, no, she's going to... Want a tattoo and piercings. Exactly. And I said, well, I just feel like if everything is prohibited... Then she's going to do it all. Right. Or she's going to jump to the nth degree. So why not, you know, especially temporary things? Well, exactly. I'm like, well, the hair dye... Even uh, the piercings, really. Ears and she did nose. She, yeah, she did the ear. She did the ears, but not the eyebrow. Maybe that's a not jumping. the eyebrow. No, none of it. <laughs> no, hopefully, none in the face. But you know, not that I have anything against it. But you know, it's my daughter, and she's ten. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm hoping that by letting allowing her to do that, it's a jumping off point for the conversations mm-hmm. about why this is permissible and this mm-hmm. isn't right now. And yeah, getting through puberty gracefully. That's a big goal. Yeah. How are you, pre- I mean, like, how are you, besides, you know, the hair dyeing, like, is there a book you're reading? Is there something that you would yeah, I offer mean, to others as a... I'm reading, I'm reading a, uh, some things to help address some of the physical aspects of puberty with Ani. Mm-hmm. Cape's still way off, he's six. Mm-hmm. But at 10, and Ani has developed quickly, she's very tall, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. this kind of thing. We started talking about um, some of those things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. the fun stuff. Mm. Um, but other than that, I think, no, I don't have a guidebook on how to usher her through <laughs> this time. I think just um, spending as much time with them as possible, That's talking huge. to them as much as possible, loving them as much as possible so that they have that mutual respect for their parents. Mm-hmm. And And I think that's... You pursuing your um, giftings, like using those and pursuing those and finding fulfillment and being an adult is huge for kids. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of kids get stuck in, well, my parents are all about me and they don't even have a life. So why would I want to grow up and be an adult? And then there's, you know, just I think you spending time with them is the foundation because they say, you know, you got to hear so many positives to combat the negative. So, you know, like the parent that's always criticizing the child, you know, and they're not hearing the nice balance of more positive than negative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is that relationship, that strong relationship and trust that gives you the opening when they're a teenager to make the critique, to yeah. give the the correction, and they're going to listen more. The more balanced and healthy your foundation is and relationship and trust, then they're going to – if you're saying no to everything, Mm-mm. like you said, Mm-mm. that's not going to build a trust that you can go back from. Well, yeah, and it doesn't allow me to give her autonomy. Mm-hmm. And I want her to know she has some of that. Yeah, we're laying the foundation now, though, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we said some it's, personal goals, mm-hmm. professional goals, mm-hmm. 
Any oh. spiritual goal? Well, this isn't spiritual, but I do want to run a couple more marathons, I think. Oh, yeah. It's an easy thing for me to do that, um, as you mentioned, allows the kids to see me setting and accomplishing goals because mm-hmm. it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spiritual goals. Do you have any? Um, yeah, I feel like I've been in a season of growing in a spiritual community, mm-hmm. but maybe my personal quiet time, I'm still, I don't know. I would like to do a little bit more listening than talking. so that's um and that's always a little pressure attached to that because you know listening I mean reading the word of God is listening because you're absorbing what God's saying but there's also that just kind of being quiet and surrendering and maybe it's just quiet I don't you know abiding abiding yeah, that's hard for me. Yeah, uh, that's a good goal, though. I mean, I, th- I think that my, you know, quiet time or reflection time or, or personal time with God is compromised on the regular mm-hmm. just because busyness. Mm-hmm. But mm, really, I'm making excuses probably because... <laughs> <laughs> the kids are at school now. Yeah. Um, anyway, sometimes I put too much pressure on myself, though. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. on that note, maybe we should hit a little Godwaters. What you got for us? Well, I found this little guy in Second Timothy 4-7. Ooh, good one. I have fought the good fight, finished the race, and kept the faith. Is that what they're going to put on your tombstone? Oh, God. I don't know. That would be honored. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about that when you hear that? I mean, all the time when I hear scripture, I need to um, look at the context. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I could make up. Yeah. I could just take it word for word. But what, you know, the the context is always important. But if I were just to internalize this, I think it's a great wrap up for the episode. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do I want to analyze? I have fought the good fight, finished the race, and kept the faith. Is this well? I mean, I'm so deep. Well, I think it could just be: how do we keep the faith in the ups and downs? You know, and making sure um, quiet time, community, personal Mm. growth. You know, all the discipleship principles. All the discipleship principles. Yeah, you got to apply the discipleship principles regularly. Okay. Mm. Okay, good one. <laughs> Thanks for the conversation, Second Timothy four seven. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Wrap it up, Ash. That was quick, huh? Yeah. Well, we got another one to record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks, uh, Maven Coffee, for the yummy coffees, which we paid for. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> we won't give you a true advertisement. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, um. Thanks for listening, you guys. Check us out on possessionpodcast.com. Listen to the episodes. Comment if you have any thoughts or if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about, rap about. Expect some more. And expect more often. And expect that we're going to be calling you for some sponsorship. Advertisements. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.